0: Hey everyone, my name is Jake Walker and this is Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. Let's go! In today's episode, I'll introduce myself as well as give an idea of what you can expect in the episodes of Living for the Day. I really believe that living for the day changes the way we live our today. So let's get after it. Let's jump into this episode. All right. Here we go. Introductory episode of Living for the Day. Come on. Hey, I just want to say right off the bat, I just so appreciate you making some time to listen in. I consider your time super valuable. And so I'll do my best to add value in the short time we have together. Friends, I really believe that one day Jesus is... Not going to be invisible anymore, but he's going to be made completely visible and he's going to appear. He's going to return. And I believe really believing that, having faith in that day, uh, changes how we live our two days. So I'm excited to just talk about that and hopefully encourage us. Here's a plan for each episode I'll have a passage that we draw truth from God's word from, I'll have a main point, I'll have uh, a theme or a topic that we're exploring throughout the episode. Uh, I'm going to try something at the end of each episode. There'll be a little truth nugget, I'm going to call it, <laughs> about uh, about eternity in heaven just to look forward to, and I'll have some kind of call to action as well. But before I uh, jump into today's passage, I'd love to just share super briefly just a little bit about me. I gave my life. Uh, to Christ, I, I I put my trust in Him to be my Savior and my Lord. When I was five years old, best decision of my life. My precious mom, Robin Walker, who I'm sure I will talk a lot about in this podcast, uh, led me in that time uh, and encouraged me to trust in Jesus. I remember exactly where I was in Eagle Rock at our home, behind our front door, uh, when I prayed that prayer, and it's a precious moment in my life. My second best decision was marrying my beautiful bride, Noelle. We've been married for a little over four years, and you will be hearing about my precious bride as well. I uh, love my parents so much. Um, I'm the oldest of four children. I love my siblings, my brother Levi, uh, my sister's. Emmy and Eileen, I'm the oldest, and just love them. You'll be hearing about them as well. I work at a church in Los Angeles called christian assembly um it's 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 my home, it's my place. It's mission is this it's simple God's grace compels us to lead the spiritually convinced and the unconvinced to complete commitment to Jesus Christ and you know, I've been going to this church my whole life because my dad tommy walker is has been on staff there for over 30 years so i've been going to this church my whole life and its mission has gotten into me Uh, i just want to use my life to tell of god's grace and see as many people come home to the father as possible the heavenly father through faith in jesus christ my favorite bible verse because i love scripture is Acts twenty twenty four. 24. However, uh, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. Ooh, come on, Paul. Just so good. And I think that just moves me because I just want to have that same heart. I just want to finish the race that God's given me. I want to complete the task he's given me on this earth. I'm so pumped by that. I uh, love scripture memorization. Uh, It's one of the things that I just, yeah, I love and I enjoy. Right now, I'm kind of daily posting scripture encouragement based on just verses that I memorize on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. Uh, So that's fun. And uh, I'm praying that it's an encouragement to people. But whether I keep posting for a while, I pray, and I'm confident that I will be memorizing Scripture throughout my life. So that's a little bit about me. Before I jump again, before I jump into the Scripture for today, hey, just a little, I just want to tell briefly the story of the moment when uh, the idea for this podcast came. I was on a little spiritual retreat day, and I went on a hike to Switzer Falls, up uh, kind of past La Yada, beautiful hike, and just had a sweet time with Jesus, sweet time with the Lord, and felt built up and encouraged by him. And it was actually on my drive down, driving down Angeles Crest, I was thinking about this past summer. I went, uh, because I'm a youth pastor at CA, I went on summer camp with all our high school students to Hume Lake, what's up, Hume Lake, it's an amazing experience, and the camp director there was this guy named Johnny Artavanis, and the dude just inspired me, he was this just confident leader who loved the Lord and loved the scriptures, just had all the scripture memorized, was an incredible teacher of God's word, and uh whole week, I was kind of hanging on his every word and just so built up and inspired. Turns out he's got a podcast of his own called Dial In. And uh, I've been encouraged by that as well. I've stayed somewhat in touch with him. And so I was thinking about Johnny, and I was thinking about uh, his podcast. And, and I was just thinking about Lord, what's Johnny's lane? Like, what? what's, and, and you know, he's just so amazing. Some of the things I consider him so amazing at are biblical doctrine and apologetics and teaching. And I was like, man, that's so inspiring. And then I was like, Lord, what's my lane? Like, what am I good at <laughs> in the kingdom? And just two things that came to my mind were encouragement. I love to encourage people. And then the word eternity came into my mind. I've just always been so moved and so fascinated by eternity. We're going to live forever. And I just thought of eternity and then bam, I just got smacked with this inspiration. What if I started a podcast, kind of like Johnny has a podcast. What if I started a podcast and it was all about eternity? And I just got so excited about this concept of living for the day. And so that's a little bit of where it came from. I just believe that those are two things God's put on my heart, parts of the way he's gifted me, encouragement and encouraging people to think about eternity, to live in light of eternity. And that's kind of where living for the day came from. So let's jump into the scripture for this introductory episode. Hopefully you'll get a little idea of what this podcast is going to look like. On a regular basis, we're going to jump into some scripture because scripture, that's what matters. And that's God's revelation. And we draw truth and life from Him and His word. So we're going to jump into Hebrews 11, verses 8 through 16. I'm going to read it. Here we go. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. I love this part. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. A little bit of living for the day right there. Back to verse 11. And by faith, even Sarah who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Verse 13, all these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Here we go. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Whew! I love the Bible. It's so good. And I love Hebrews 11. So amazing. So much to draw out. But to get there, I want to ask you a question What is a story that moves your heart? What's a story? that moves your heart, that moves you, that impacts you, and why does it move your heart? Maybe it's a movie, TV show, maybe it's a book. What's the story that just moves you? And I'm going to guess right now, when you think about that story, that the protagonist or the hero, uh, whatever you want to call them, they didn't sit on the couch their whole life and not overcome any adversity. I bet they overcame some conflict, overcame some adversity in some way. Today's main theme for this episode of the podcast is all about stories. It's all about how we're living a story and how seeing our life as a story helps us live for the day of Jesus's A story from my life about stories. Here we go. When I was little, me, my brother Levi, and my dear friend Kyle Calvio, we loved making up stories, pretending to be characters. It started out with Super Mario World. You know, we were super into Super Smash Bros when we were young, and so we loved the characters we you know Kyle was Mario and I was Yoshi Levi was Luigi and we would you know make up stories probably about defeating Bowser or rescuing Peach Princess Peach and stuff um that was so fun but we went to different kind of imaginary worlds we we were we loved you know Super Mario we loved Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> we we loved you know uh all this and then our other friend Sammy Campbell love you Sammy He let us borrow a Marvel characters handbook and it changed our lives. It talked about it just had these pages of these different characters in Marvel. It talked about their backstories and what superpowers they had and how many tons they could lift. And oh, my gosh. All of a sudden, we went into making up stories, pretending that we were Marvel characters fighting these villains, and we just had so much fun. It was just such a big part of my childhood. For those of you who like Marvel, I was my favorite superhero was Silver Surfer. Maybe some of you know who that is. Kyle always loved being Thor. Uh, sometimes I liked being pretending to be Hulk. Let's go, <laughs> Levi. Uh, For those of you who really know Marvel, there was this character named Havoc who he loved pretending to be. And we would just make up these stories and how overcoming adversity together. And we just loved it. I tell you all that because that was so important in my life. And God used that love for story and that making up stories. God used that love for being a hero and for fighting for what was good. And in this beautiful transition, he showed me that the Bible is the ultimate story. But it's the ultimate true story. And God was inviting me and is inviting me to live in his ultimate story that matters, that has consequence. And I could fight for the good, not just in my imagination, but in reality. And God convinced me that I could be a part of his kingdom. And though I'm not the ultimate hero, I get to play a part in God's story to redeem the world. And that pumps me up still to this day. And uh, so I I just was so encouraged by that throughout my life and and to be honest I still see my life as a story and it moves me and that's why I wanted to share this idea with you today so the main point for today is this we are all writing a story with our lives we can choose to make our story deeply count for eternity come on one more time the main point for today's introductory episode is just that we are all writing a story with our lives we can choose to make our story deeply count for eternity. Why does seeing our lives as stories help us live for the day? Why does seeing our lives as stories help us to live for the day? Why am I talking about this in this podcast about living for the day? I was thinking about it, and here's uh, the statement I want to make to you, present to you today. Stories help us experience the truth that our lives are full of meaning, purpose, consequence, even suspense. I'll say that again. Stories help us experience the truth that our lives are full of meaning, purpose, consequence, even suspense. Stories help us see reality. (laughs) It's easy to forget that our lives are full of meaning in the monotony of day-to-day life sometimes, but stories help us see that life matters. (laughs) Biblically, we see that our lives are full of consequence. We see that we're in a spiritual battle that we can't always see with our eyes, right? There's a kingdom of God and there's a kingdom in rebellion against the kingdom of God and choosing to lay our lives down before Jesus and to trust in him. We, we get adopted into this kingdom of light. That's, that's a part of, of restoring this world. And it's, it's, it's opposing this, this rebellion kingdom against the kingdom of God that just leads to death and destruction. We see through the scriptures, that God's given us responsibility. He's given us as human beings agency. He's made our lives to matter. I was thinking about Psalm 8 that just says, he's crowned us with glory and honor. Why? Well, we're made in the image of God, who's the ultimate worthy one. We're made in his image, and so he's crowned us with glory and honor. He's made us like the ultimately glorious one. He's given us that glory. Our our lives matter. Scripturally, we know that eternity—it's coming. We're gonna. We're we as human beings. We're we're made to. We're going to live forever, either separated from God in hell, or with God for eternity in heaven. That's serious. That is. As serious as a heart attack, but that's what we see in scriptures and how we live our lives, how we choose to trust in Jesus, how we choose to love other people actually impacts eternity. What? What? We see scripturally that we'll give an account to God for our actions on this earth. Stories, they help us see that. They help us see the meaning, they help us experience the meaning, the drama the importance of life. Back to Abraham and Sarah. Abraham and Sarah, so amazing. I love this passage. And I wanted to draw out how through faith, they saw past what was just physical, right? They saw past the monotony and they saw with the eyes of faith into the eternal right? I love verse 10. It said, for he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. Abraham believed in God. Hebrews 11, 6, right? The one who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him. Abraham imperfectly believed God. He believed that God existed and that he rewards those, right? Seeing our lives, a story, it's, it's, it's an act of faith to believe that God exists and that our actions actually matter. Abraham and Sarah, I love that line about Sarah. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. So good. Friends, what if we saw our lives as the stories that they really are? Full of possibility, full of suspense, full of drama. What if we saw our lives that way? What if we saw our lives believing that God rewards, that we saw that every little action to obey God was a part of a great story, that every little action, decision to say no to temptation was contributing to this story that mattered. Every time we choose to lay down our lives in sacrificial love, oh, it matters, friends. It matters for eternity. I think of one of my favorite stories, Lord of the Rings. And I think of Samwise Gamgee looking at Frodo when they wanted to give up. And Sam just saying to Frodo, Frodo, (laughs) there's some good in this world, and it's worth fighting for. Friends, there's some good in this world it's worth fighting for. How do I say it? I wish I could say more than my words are communicating. But if the scriptures are true, then your life matters. And stories help us live like our lives matter, like they really do. Friends, your life's worth fighting for. Other people are worth fighting for. Eternity is worth fighting for. Living for the day, it's worth fighting for. My call to action today is just to realize that you're writing a story with your life. And my question to you is, how can you more faithfully fulfill the call God has put you in his story? How can you more faithfully fulfill the call God has put you in, in his story? Well, uh, still working out how this is going to work out. But I, you know what? Before I get to the, the nugget, let me just say a prayer. I feel like I need to pray right now. Jesus, my words fall so short. Uh, of describing the reality um, of helping us get a glimpse of eternity. So I just pray that you would lift all of our faith right now. Maybe some of us, for the first time, could choose to uh, believe that you exist and that you reward those who diligently seek you, would believe for the first time that you are the Savior, that you are the Lord. I pray for that, God, even now. And for those who are already... Father as a Christ, Lord, I just pray that you'd lift our faith and help us walk in obedience to you. Help us to um, not live our lives as a story for our own glory, but for your glory and for the good of those around us. So thankful for you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, I told you that I would have a little nugget about eternity, about heaven. And so short and sweet, Here's what I want to encourage you with. Some of these are be coming from a book called Heaven by Randy Alcorn, a legend. Uh, but here's here's the truth: eternity won't be boring uh in heaven. We will have work to do. Eternity in heaven will not be boring. We'll have work to do. A little bit of background. In Eden, human beings had work to do, they had purpose, they had meaning, right? When Eden's restored, when we uh, are in heaven, this redeemed earth, we'll have work to do. We'll have purpose still. We'll still be writing a story. See, we're made in God's image, and God works. Uh, Jesus talks about how his father is always at work, right? So if we're made in God's image, who's a God who works, then We're going to continue to be made in his image even when we're in our resurrected bodies. So we're going to create. We're going to accomplish. We're going to set goals and fulfill them to God's glory. The nugget for today is that eternity in heaven, it's not going to be boring. We'll have purpose. We'll have work to do. That's exciting to me. And I think that's about it for this episode. Uh, I hope that uh, you were stirred by something. I hope that you're encouraged. Uh, I hope that this helps you to realize how much your life matters um, deeply to God and to those around you. And I hope that it inspires you to live for the day when Jesus returns or the day you see him face to face. I'm thankful for you. Thanks for taking a moment. Uh, Hey, would you be willing to... How do you do this? What do you say? I think it's... uh, (laughs) Would you be willing to download this? Would you be willing to leave a review? I know that's, you know, it can feel complicated, but that would really help uh, other people hear this. That'd be amazing. Thanks so much uh, for being willing to do that. And thanks for being a part of this intro episode to Living for the Day. Thankful for you all.